Excuse me, friend. Sorry for the intrusion. My name is Riley. Riley Morheim, at your service. I've come to you today to inform you of an unfolding story, yes. To inform you of a tale regarding lost love, heroism, self-discovery, and of the bonds of friendship that entwine the destinies of strangers. Have you interest in such a tale, friend? See, you speak here, now, to one of its heroes, and I'd ask that you not forget my name, for someday you'll want to tell your children of my tale. Riley, Riley Morheim, introducing you, the story of Eterna. Come, I've saved a seat at the table specifically for you, friend. So, uh, y'all finished, uh, harassing Foresight and had moved on to Adira, uh, and kind of, sort of concluded that, uh, and it's, it's to the point where it's, you know, getting on in the, in the evening, so to speak, uh, getting to be, like, the latter half of y'all's day. Well, before she goes upstairs, Adira remembered that last time we recorded, she was told that, um, I believe it was Lark, could make clothes. Yes. I'm sorry, she would ask him to Lark. Yes. How much would it cost me to get some clothes that looked a little less like I found them on the street? Uh, not a whole lot. If you can get me some cloth, I can do it for you for free. Where does one acquire cloth? Uh, anywhere. I can give you the name of a few merchants. We've only been here for three days, but that's what I've been doing for the past three days, is uh, selling textiles. There's one particularly fat matron, which is not going to bug. But uh, I know a few other names of uh, people that we've just met in passing. Perhaps tomorrow cool. you, we could go look for some. Absolutely, we can. I would love to do that. Thank you. Y'all are y'all are winding down or up in some of y'all's cases perhaps. Uh is there anything in particular y'all want to do this evening? Go to the church so I can go heal some more people? Um my uh, my plan is to get um drunk but not to do th do shit I will regret drunk. Um, and, uh, then go up to my room and, uh, pass out. What's your con score? 10, I believe. <laughs> Alright, so you can, you, you get one full imbibement down before you have to start making checks. Uh, and you can just stop before you get too stupid, so it's fine. Oh, like, like, how do the stages work? Is it like I fill a check and then I'm just like unconscious, like plastered on the floor, or are there stages? Oh, no, no, no. There, there are stages of 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 uh, uh, being drunk in in this game. Okay, fair enough. There's one that's like, I'm stronger now, you know, like the the buzzed, and then there's one that's like I'm strong and dumb. And then there's one that's just, I'm really dumb and not strong anymore. 
and and then there's either I'm unconscious or I'm blacked out. All right. Did you say it was a con check or if it was a fortitude check? It is a fortitude save. Okay. I'm just going to give you a string of checks here. Um, okay. I'm not like these aren't all going to be at once. It's just to give me an idea of how long it can go. Okay. All right. Um, what is the DC, the base DC, which I imagine goes up after a while? Um, ale is probably going to be at 12. Okay. Uh, 19. Three. Okay. So after my second drink, I, <laughs> I that start would going be to the a, next. That would be your third drink. That would be my third drink. Okay. Because of your con score, you get one for free. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, three, uh, that would be a fail. So I would be at the first stage of drunk. Yes, you get, I think it's plus one to all your physical stats. Okay, and I would probably stop after this. I would know, what I would probably do is I would probably get to the second phase of drunk, have another drink after that, and then stop. Is what I would do. Mm -hmm. Okay. Unless the second stage gets you to the third stage. Okay. So now I'm second stage of drunk, presumably. Yes, so and now then... you're taking a minus one to all your mental stats. Okay. And last check. Pass. I think. Pass. Is that a pass? Yes, yes, that, that okay. passed. <laughs> okay, uh, I don't, uh, that's where I would stop. All right. I posted a link in the uh, Discord to the Pathfinder drinking rules in case you wanted to see them. <laughs> All righty. Uh, these might actually be the uh, the same drink. Is, are these a base Pathfinder? I do believe so, yes. Yeah, Yeah. okay, I've, I've used these before. I, I, I like those rules, they're pretty good. And I will drink until I am tipsy. So I guess first stage drunk. Okay. I will drink until I die of water poisoning. So, five? Yeah, I think. Yeah, how, what's your con score? 17. 17. Mm, that's four. How is that four? Because you get two for free, and then you get those two. I thought it was one for modifier. No, it's one for every six points you have in your score. Oh. Okay, that's a different rule than I've used before. So, somebody else was getting drunk. Who was it? Well, I'm certainly not drinking that much. I'll have, like, a drink with dinner. And then she's more concerned about the fact she gets to sleep in a real bed. Yes, it is nice. It's not, like, upper crust. Nice, but it's certainly nicer than the mats on the floor at the church. Right. Um, Riley's not getting drunk. Um, he's drinking to have a good time, but he needs to have a conversation, or he needs to get some information from Carla about the uh, town before the night's over. Okay. All right. So, uh, ju just as a note, what is your con score? Off the top of your head. Um, that's good. I, I probably could just come down here and fucking click on people's sheets and look at it. Impossible. Uh, my, my con score is 14. Okay, so you can get two drinks before you have to start making checks. It sounds about right. Alright, so you need to talk to Carla about something. What you go and talk to Carla about? Um, mostly, just to kind of sum it all up, I need to basically see how many of the locals tend to actually swing by this place? You said it was renowned for its food, so I'm assuming it gets a fair crowd on the regular. 
but my basic end goal is to see if she recognizes anyone fitting the description of Victoria. Okay. Um, uh, do you just describe her, or do you go into deeper detail I will about like, the people she was with? I'll start by describing her. If nothing seems to really ring a bell, I'll add in more information regarding like the, the last time I... Um, that she was getting involved with the uh, the priests, which speaking of the um, actually the the religion of the priests, um, I didn't define. So if you have any good ideas for what they were pretending or actually, that's totally I, fine. I do. Um, do you have religion, Riley? No. <laughs> uh, what the hell? You might be able to get it on a ten. Go ahead. Okay. To, to some degree. You might not know anything about them, but you might be able to recognize the colors. Okay, so you would know that the priests bear the symbol of uh, the goddess Callistria, although you don't really know what that means, necessarily. You're right, I don't. But, like I said, if um, her physical description doesn't do anything, I will add in that priests of this faith were last seen taking her away, basically. Uh, she would say, uh, a few weeks back there was some, uh, uh, Callistrians head out of town, uh, getting in preparation for, you know, the big end of year shindig up at Starlight. Uh, uh, there's a, there's a bunch of folk who send people up that way to prepare. Interesting, but you've not seen the woman I'm describing. I can't recall. Uh, they've usually got plenty of women with them. Uh, and, like I said, for uh, a few weeks ago, they left out. They, they're, you know, they're normally here for quite some time at any given point. Uh, can't recall any specific women by that description, but... well, that's, I mean, I have a lot of people passing in and out. That's certainly okay, Carla. I do believe the information you've given me will be of plenty help in the time to come. I do appreciate it. Not a problem, Riley. Death by Snoo God damn it. No foresight. That's Zon Kuthon. I don't know, man. They have a, a, a penchant for whips, last I checked. Fair. Uh, and leather. Also fair. I mean, they're more into the light. Zonkuthon's into the extremely heavy. <laughs> yeah. The pleasures of the they're, flesh. They're the, they're the stuff you could find on Pornhub. Zonkuthon's the stuff you find on the dark web. <laughs> Zonkuthon's Hellraiser, basically. Hmm. When I think about it, they're probably more... Probably more likely death by wasp. Oh. Yeah, probably. That sounds terrible. Yeah. They're in my eyes. Not the wasp. So, uh, you've got some info uh, from Carla. Does anybody else who's still down here want to speak with Carla? No, but Brock would look at the uh, the other people who are still down here. And be like, uh, would anybody mind me staying staying in the room? 
he would he would I don't remember who took the keys, but he would be looking for people who took keys. I believe it was Lark and uh Lark and shit. Uh <laughs> Leaf that still have keys. But he would he would basically put an open invitation. I probably would have closed what? the door, but I probably wouldn't have locked it. Okay. And I'm going to the church. So not able to ask. Uh, that's right. You're going back to the church. Are you good? just going to stay at the church? No, he's just going to go there to heal. Like, he still has a few more healing spells that he could use. Okay. So you go around and heal some... Like, these people aren't beat to shit or anything. Like, some mm. of them have some minor wounds. I still have four more lay on hands and... Uh, uh, three more Kelly wounds. Okay. So you're you're able to dish most of those out. There's there's not really the need for like seven full on heals mm -hmm. uh, amongst the people here with uh, both you and Than or Thon and Father Arthur all here. Like pe people are in decent condition. There's some people who are sick, but there's not that much left in the way of injury. For the day, at least. Soon, I think I'll be able to take care of sickness. Soon. Soon. Yes, soon. very soon. Yes. Good, good. God damn you, woman! <laughs> uh, anyway. So. Nerds. Uh, but yes, uh, as far as Brock is concerned, it was Leaf and uh, it was Leaf and Lark that had keys that had not already offered their room to somebody else. Okay. Nobody asked. Had both of them already retired to the room? Uh, no, I think they are in fact both still down here with you oh well yeah then that was an open i wouldn't have put directed it at anybody i just would have asked uh you know does anybody mind like rooms guys sharing yeah. would anybody would anybody mind to me staying in their rooms their room with three no means you can have the key oh uh i mean that's that's not necessary i just need a place to sleep that isn't outside or infested with rats I'm not terribly sure about the second one yet. <clears throat> See if I'm missing any toes when I wake up. <laughs> Alright, oh so God, that, that was Leaf that offered to share a room with uh with Brock. Correct. You're gonna be able to sleep with a big tree man. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. comfortable sleeping in the same room as a tree. As long as you don't <laughs> mind being the little spoon. <laughs> as long as he doesn't try to take root. <laughs> He's trying to take root up in your ass. <laughs> I mean, it could be hard to differentiate me from the ground. Oh, God. He has a fair point. I, I mean, I just look like walking earth. He might try and do some planting. 
I'd really rather be not. You just wake up in the middle of the night and a voice right behind you is like, I am Box. Oh yeah, is there any, uh, is there any, like, dirt and mud on the ground? I imagine the floor might be kind of dirty. Uh, particularly around the doorway. I, I will push all that outside. Okay. Before I go up to bed. Alrighty then. Which I don't, I don't know if anybody would actually still be down there by the time I go up. I don't know when everybody's going. But if, uh, if anybody is down, you would notice that before he goes up, or goes to the room, I actually don't know if it's up, he would, uh, he would kind of look at the ground, see that it's dirty, and just kind of start moving his hands, and the dirt on the ground would just start moving towards the door. And then go out the door. And then he would go to the room. Okay, so that leaves Lark and uh, Lark and Riley in the bar. Oh, I really? I thought I was actually one of the first ones to go. That's fair, yeah. So that leaves Riley in the bar. <laughs> well, my uh, plan for finding a room was basically if I was the last one upstairs to pick one at random and knock on the door. Okay. Uh, first room, second room, or third room? Oh, man. Let's do three. Let's do the third one. Um, Adira and Trey, if you've returned from the church by now. Yeah, most likely. You just have There's to go there the door. to people and uh, tell the people at the church that he's not going to be uh, sleeping there tonight. Not sleeping on a mat with a bunch of you hobos. Does Adira look eager to open the door? If not, then he'll open it. If she... uh, she'll get up and open it. She has no problem doing so. Cool. <laughs> she will open the door. I don't know door. why you're knocking the door. It's open. I said I would open the door. <laughs> the knocking never stops. Oh, God. Yeah, it's like, my head. swing the door open and you're just staring at it and it's still going... It's a haunted door. <laughs> oh, ghost rats haunt this tavern as well. <laughs> no. Do, do I need to check this door's aura? No. Um, uh, uh, it, uh, there stands a Riley Morheim, the charismatic man from before. Oh, don't oversell me. Anyways, Adira, friends. Yeah, yes. Uh, apologies for bothering you, but it seems that I've neglected to choose a room, considering there's only three keys and they all disappeared before I could pick one. Do you have a spare bed? I'll, uh, you just hear a <clears throat> from inside the room. <laughs> yeah, I'll look at Foresight and be like, do you, do you mind another? Oh, Foresight's here. My apologies. I will leave you two alone. I will try one of the other two doors. Very well. Yeah, only Adira gets to watch him make floorboard babies. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> See, I find this amusing because it keeps getting mentioned, but the implication was that even that, he's only done like twice or three times. I It, it was just hilarious. <laughs> I'm sorry. The joke to never be explained, but everyone understands. 
All right, so um, Riley, pick another door. Yes. Two or three, or two or one. So my next step on my mini quest for a bed will lead me to room two. You knock on the door, and uh, Brock, Leaf, and Box, you hear a knock. Would either Box or Leaf be eager to open the door? Yeah, sure. Leaf will stand up. Like Box is, is just kind of like in the corner. He's he's been like if there's any loose furniture, like a dresser or, or something like that, a cabinet of any sort, you see Box is, is just kind of like down on a knee, pulling stuff away from the wall and like checking behind it. Just just a curious little tray man. Uh so, Bro so Leaf probably will... be watching him as this is probably an interesting sight. Yeah. So uh Leaf will kind of heave himself up from, I, I guess, one of the chairs that he was relaxing in and uh, go toward the door. You find yourself O'Reilly. Leaf, friends, you know what's convenient? I was looking for you, actually. Oh? Well, two things. Before I forget, you mentioned your brother works at a local church, correct? Well, yes, the, the church of uh, Abadar, I believe. Would you be so kind as to escort me to see him? I would like to have a quick chat with him tomorrow. Of course. Uh, I'm... Is this in relation to anything in particular? Something I can help with? Uh, you haven't been here long. Short version of the story as I'm looking someone who may have passed through this town. I see. Uh, well, I'm, I'm sure enough folk pass through the church that if he doesn't know them, he can certainly find someone who does. Were you looking to go now? No, it can wait until tomorrow. I do believe I have some time. Anyways, on to more urgent matters. Adira and Foresight are sleeping together in the other room, and I dare not disturb them. But I am looking for a bed. Do you have a spare? <laughs> Brock would look over his shoulder and just kind of be like, what? <laughs> yes, I knocked on their door, and they're sharing the room together. I didn't want to get in the way. By all means, I, I suppose that's up to Brock at this point. Uh, I'm used to the road, and so I was just uh, going to find someplace comfortable to nap. Uh, I take it I can see into the room a bit. Oh yeah, my... you, you would have opened it wide. He's, he's not being secretive or private at all. Uh, wait, do all rooms have two beds in them? Yeah. Well, I do believe room number one probably has a spare bed that I can stay in without bothering you two as well. Well, should it not, uh, it, it, it is no big deal. I could sleep on the floor. Well, I wouldn't want to put you out like that. Surely I've made friends in high places for such an offer. Thank you two. I will venture off to room one. Huh? On a scale of one to off its hinges, how hard do you slam the door, Leaf? Uh, I mean, he's quite ginger about it. Oh, I have a soul. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, so you go to door number one. Yes, I go to door number one. Hey, uh... <clears throat> hey, Locke. There's a, there's a knock at the door. Who says that? Me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought one of, like, the rat people, like, snuck into my room. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's just while you were out, you got a roommate. He's a, he's a fucking were-rat rogue, and he's just like, sup, man? Yeah. How's it going? 
<laughs> All right. Nice room you got here. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I, I, I don't know. I always picture wear rats to, to speak like they have a Jersey accent. Anyways, um, okay, so I will kind of like get up and kind of stumble a bit towards the door. And right. I will open it up. You find yourself a Riley. Oh. I say, uh, hi, Riley. How's it going? Lark, friends. Fancy finding you here. Do you come here often, I say, as I walk into the room? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's, it's, it's my, uh, my second time coming here, actually. Oh, well, it's my first, so take it easy on me. Anyways, Lark, please, uh, I overheard you and Adira talking about traveling to Starlight, um, earlier this evening, correct? Well, Adira seemed to be the one who was more concerned about traveling to the Starlight, but, uh, yes, it's, uh, uh, it uh, does seem like a very expensive endeavor. Well, if that's something of interest to two of you, I may end up having fairly good reason to try to get there before the New Year's. Well, let's, uh, I must say, I, uh, you had asked me this morning if uh, Starlight travel was, uh, was part of my to-do list. Well, then I probably would have laughed at you, but here we are now, and it does sound like an interesting adventure, so if she, if she manages to do it, I wouldn't mind tagging along. Well, I'd be pleased to have you two as companions, if not more. But I suppose finances are still going to pose a problem for this. Yes, it's true. It's, it's, Starlight travel does, like I said, sound very expensive. All right. In that case, if you were to find work, please let me know and I will do the same. All right. Well, we're going to town uh, tomorrow. I'll let you know. Same. Sounds pleasant. All right. Well, we. Uh, you, you said this is a room for two, eh? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, there's another bed nearby. If you want to bunk up in that one, then. Uh, uh, oh, you mean uh, you don't want to share? Pity. Well, I mean we could, but uh, there's this no uh, no use putting a uh, perfectly good bed to waste. Understandable. I will take my own bed. Thank you, Lark. All right. Well, I uh, world's getting kind of dizzy, so I think I'm going to go lie down for a bit. Yes, you do so. All right. You uh. If you hear any uh, crazy rat people, then uh, you come let me know. I'd, I'd, I'd rather not sleep through that. I will definitely not wake you up in the middle of the night claiming that there are crazy rat people at our door. Good to know. Glad to know we're on the same wavelength. Absolutely. Stumble back to my bed. Hey, Riley. <laughs> don't let them know we're here. Jeez. <laughs> don't worry about it, crazy rat folk. I got you. <laughs> Stop calling me that. My name's Boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, I go to bed. As do all I. All right. So the evening concludes then, uh, unless there's anything in particular thou thou wouldst like to do before thine sleeping time. Awkward voices. Yes. Well, I kind of told you what I'm gonna do once Forsyth's asleep. Yeah, you creepy, creepy person, you. Yeah. Anybody else? Uh, nope. Just straight up going to sleep. Retiring for the night. I'm alright. Oh, I actually... Uh, okay, so go ahead and do your thing, Tracy. Alright. Hold on. What check do you want me to make? I... Honestly, I need to look at it. Uh, it... I copied it earlier, but it, like, disappeared. I... Okay, I can read it to you if you want me to. I might want to have to make like a perception check or something. I have to. I have to make a perception check. 
Very well. Um, requires 10 minutes of concentration. Uh, reading the emotional aura is the one I... But it's not telling me what kind of DC. Just exceed the skill checks DC. You're trying to read an emotion aura? Yes. Oh, there's a... Emotion aura is... 20 plus creatures hit dice, so you need a 21. So I'm not likely to make this, but we, we will try. Come back, sheet. There we go. Boom! You fucking made it. Okay. Um, um, though you are sleeping, uh, what is, what is, uh, Foresight's disposition? An attitude toward uh, toward the group, um, like each person. Like, do you mean to go down the list of each person? Yeah, go ahead. Um, at this part, at this point, most of them are relatively even. He uh, he likes box. He 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 likes box, and um, he is hesitant but slightly more trusting of Adira as he genuinely wants to know more about her so neutral for most people positive for Box and edging on positive for Adira more positive than neutral alright and uh, about your general disposition um In how much detail would I be going into? Uh, it's essentially your emotional state. Uh, like whether you're uh, afraid, comfortable, uh, angry, stuff like that. Nervous, but a lot more excited than he lets off. Okay, so there's like a, a positive apprehension. Yeah. He's very clearly very, very happy to be outside and, like, adventuring and doing this stuff. But trying his best not to show it. Cool. So, yeah, you'll get your bonuses against him for the coming day, I suppose. I doubt she'll use any of those against him. She's just curious. Emotions are curious to her because she's not been herself long enough to really develop them for herself. The only emotion she knows is fear. So, Trey, if you really want to, you can make a perception check to try and see her silently staring at you for ten minutes. <laughs> you do take a minus ten for being unconscious. Then the highest I can roll is a one. Or... No, eleven. Really dice? Uh, not moving. Why are you There's... like this, dice? Why are you like this? There's nothing to um, make it like pop out or be loud, right? No. All right, so yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't notice. I didn't expect to. <clears throat> uh, I like how everybody's uh, just dishing out XP and the, <laughs> the fucking Discord with, with without me. Uh, I mean, that's how it works, right? I mean, I, I mean, it's fair. I mean, XP doesn't do anything in this campaign. So. <laughs> the, 
This is my current XP. Oh, well then I'm gonna take more. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Just have, have however many uh, experience points you want. They mean nothing. I just, I always do the exact same thing for every first level character I make. Just point oh. Yeah, 0. 0.0000000002 XP. But yeah, after that, she'd go back, to, she'd, she'd lay down and go to sleep. Alright. Uh, he has, he has like fucking jaundiced eyes though. So he's like got funky colors, eyes. Oh yeah, and he's not gonna sleep with the fucking cloak on because it's humid. It's humid as shit. Yeah, but it's also like cool. So, there. Um, the as far as sleeping arrangements, he'd take off the armor and then wrap the cloak around his waist. Uh, so you'd notice that he is slightly more well, well muscled than he he lets off, as you know he's usually trying to make himself as small as possible. Uh, and he also has white hair. Cool. All right, so the quote-unquote morning comes. Everybody starts waking up. Uh, probably... Uh, you know what? Fuck the technicalities. Everybody wakes up. <laughs> and I imagine the first stop would be to get breakfast. Since, you know, it's free. It is indeed. And going downstairs, you can smell the smell. It's a smelly smell. That smells smelly. Hopefully smelly. not of bodies. It does not smell like bodies. Yay. Technically, it does smell like corpses. Burning corpses of fish. Uh, delicious burning corpses. Well, at least you didn't decide to cook the rat. That's the most metal thing I've ever heard. I mean, you clean them up. You can. Uh, upon waking up, I would actually start my daily prayers and meditation. Alright. Uh, Leaf, you would almost certainly notice that. Yeah, Foresight, if if you are familiar with magic and people having to actually prepare that kind of stuff, you would notice that she doesn't, she just falls out of bed, change shirt, and walks out. I can dig it. So, when it, whenever you prepare, is there anything in particular that you do? Oh, you're talking about Brock? Yeah. Okay. Now, he would he would just kind of sit cross-legged on the ground and just go into kind of like a meditative state. I mean, it's not really like a difference. It's just literally he's just sitting there meditating. Um, one thing he would do, though, is you would notice those prayer beads are... Or actually, I don't know if he would automatically notice. That's up to Sean. But they're actually made of stone. And he would actually start rotating them just while sitting there. He's not touching them or anything. They would just kind of start floating around his neck. That's the only thing. So he'll just kind of be, I guess, like sitting in his bed. And he'll just be trying to, like, talk to the back of your head. You know, uh, and so, say, uh, who is it exactly that you're, uh, thinking of while you meditate? Uh... He would still sit there, eyes closed, you know, hands just in his lap, and he would be like, I am, I am praying to my gods. Does this deity have a name? Uh, well, first I pray to Torag for all of the gifts he has given me, and then I pray to Desna for protection and where I may go. Is there one that you favor more over the other? 
he would stop for a second, kind of almost as if he isn't sure. Like you, you could tell, like even just from the back of his head, that it's taking him longer to answer. And he would be like, "I, I don't know. I, I feel Desna's call more strongly, but I've sat in Torag's protection for seventy years, and that is not something you can easily throw away." Hmm. Interesting. Uh, did you plan to spend much more time up here? I can bring you back breakfast. Uh, I tend to take a while, but it shouldn't take too long. I could probably join the rest down down below. Or are we upstairs, or is this all one floor? I keep saying up. You're upstairs. Okay, yeah. Then I'll I'll join the rest down below. It's not a big deal. That's fine. Then I'll head downstairs and herald your arrival. Happy, <laughs> thank you. Happy prayers. <laughs> and uh, like, it somehow, like over the course of the night, boxes had like rolled off of the bed and like wedged himself in between the bed and the wall, and slowly like crept over and like disheveled all the furniture in the corner. So Leaf kind of takes a moment and rewrites everything in its rightful place and tidies after himself, and then he just kind of, like, tugs at the tree man's shoulders and drags him off downstairs. Okay. Uh, so you head down. And, uh, anybody else doing anything before heading to breakfast? No. Yeah, no, not particularly. I'd probably just head down. Food first. All right. So, for noting people that don't have to cast spell or don't have to prepare their spells, samezies. So a uh, a simple breakfast of a uh, of a seared fish with a uh, with a creamy sauce lightly lightly applied uh, is your breakfast, and it is quite good, albeit simple. All right, I uh, I dive in and I uh, eat it with gusto, anime style, like almost picture like one piece, like <laughs> mouth noises. Mouth noises, indeed. Adira is very refined in the way she eats, moves, sits, her posture, everything. So there, there's a stark contrast there. I can uh... be refined, but not now. <laughs> but not right now. Not this moment. <laughs> so after a little bit, uh, Brock would head down. Then, yes, he would greet everybody. Hello, friends. He would sit down. He he would probably be in kind of like the middle. He wouldn't be as refined as Adira, but he wouldn't be going ham on the food either. You you wouldn't be going ham on it. No. Reserved is probably a good word too. Is he's he's not. Yeah. He's probably not as reserved as Foresight though. That that's fair. Uh so uh after breakfast what is what's the plan? What's the plan after breakfast? Um Adira would look at Lark and be like, um are you still comfortable taking me shopping for some material? Absolutely. Why would plans change? 
I don't know. Who knows what Riley did with those rat men in your sleep? I know, right? We'll never know. We probably don't want to know. Is that a tail in my porch? Don't ask questions. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Let's go shopping. <laughs> All right. Oh, can I make force? Can I just make that force that's voice from now on? <laughs> please, please don't. <laughs> oh, that sounds amazing. Alright, guys, let's like totally get out there and get stuff done. Right, guys? <laughs> guys? Why is everyone staring at me? <laughs> I, would, I would like to attack for a second. <laughs> I don't defend as I know it's deserved. <laughs> Alright, so I'm going with Adira. Is anybody else coming with? Uh, I got um, I got my own stuff to do. I think I think people's got plans. Okay, sounds good. So Adira and I are gonna go um, um, textile shopping. All right. Uh, so you're going textile shopping. You two. Uh, go ahead and uh, Lark, give me a knowledge local. Will do. Uh, knowledge local. Here we go. 24. Alright, so you would actually know of several of the mid and upper tier uh, textile, from the manufacturers to the resellers to the uh, general merchants that also carry stuff. You're not too familiar with the stuff here on the lower ward, yeah. uh, where things would certainly be cheaper, uh, but you are quite familiar with, even in your few days of being here, with the locations and establishments of those on the central and upper tiers. Yeah, well, not and not just that, too. Like, even if I haven't met them, Sid Roy sounds like the type of person who would brag about how, who he knows and how he knows and all of that jazz, so... Right. I'm sure if even if I haven't met them, I would have heard about them. Um, all right, so first question for Dira. Are we looking for um, mid-level or, or nice, like, silk textiles that tend to fetch in the higher range? Well, as much as I would love silk, I'm not sure it would be... It's durable for travel. True. So we're looking for something more durable? Yes. Just something that looks better than these rags. Okay. So um, then I am going to go into the mid-tier places, I guess. All right. Um, are you looking to work more in... Light leathers such as suede or uh, heavier like cotton and uh, and stuff like that. Um, probably a mix. Um, to be honest. Um, All right. Yeah, I like the idea of like. Um, yeah, I guess it would be cotton. I, I feel like there's a, a nicer. Like nicer cotton. When you think cotton, you just you can only think of like really cheap um, textiles. But I, I suppose there would be some nice cotton fabrics. So some durable cotton fabrics with um, some suede accents would probably be what I'm looking for. All right. So you would be looking for uh, you would be looking for the white jilly. Okay. It's a textile place. Okay. Um, they work primarily with wool and cotton. Uh, and they do the dyeing, the staying, the uh, the threshing, the 
they do all the stuff involved basically they get the raw materials and make it into things there and then sell it to uh either those who would use it or to general stores and specialty shops okay uh for your primary material okay um so yeah that sounds like a uh, fantastic place to uh at least start our search okay um is there anything in particular Adira would pick out as a preference? Um, uh, probably not. She, um, what what memories she has from this queen or of the other side of the world, she has no idea what kind of uh, fabrics and stuff are going to be most suitable for traveling around here in the dark. So she would pretty much just give way to his judgment. Yeah, and the, what I was what I was gonna say is, as you're sort of like looking through textiles, I would kind of like also inform you about like the pros and cons of the various things and um, the uh, the quality of the brand, the uh, likely uh, priciness of it all. Um, for that general advice, what would I be looking at? Uh, appraise, uh, profession merchant, or craft tailoring? Because I've got it all. <laughs> uh, you can use any one of those in this given situation. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in that case, I will use my highest check. Uh, which in this case is a brace. So that is a 16. Um, you would be able to tell. The majority of the stuff is very good quality uh, for the layman. Uh, they do produce uh, like a a, less, a lesser cloth um, for, you know, cheaper pursuits and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But uh, they do have a good durable, like twice layered cotton cloth that it's resistant to tears um they don't really dye it it's very plain looking okay uh it is it is literally it's meant for um like adventuring clothes it's meant for uh it's meant for things that don't tear too easy okay fair enough um, just to give you an idea of what i'm looking to sort of craft for her uh Adira, you said you wanted some traveling clothes Yes. Okay. So I'm going to be looking to assemble a traveler's outfit of fine quality is what I'm going to be aiming to produce. All right. Um, do you have a particular um, quality from fine that you would like to apply to it? Um, yes. Probably the same that I currently have on my thingy here, which is the... Um, uh, um, uh, my fine artisan's outfit. Um, decorative, which is the plus one diplomacy. All right, so you would know that while durable, this is probably not the right material for that. You're probably going to want something that's either dyed red or purple. Uh, and uh, you could always just double up on it to kind of make up for that durability. Uh, you could fold it over itself and stitch it together that way. Okay. Let me just um, take a really quick look here at uh, what the other um, masterwork uh, enhancements are, but um, 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 oh, I, I guess I should just ask Adira. So, Adira, uh, do you want something that is um, durable and very nice, or do you want something that is nice and very durable? I think durable is preferable. I don't know how long we'll be on the road. Head out to Starlight. Okay. 
Uh, in that case, I might be looking at... Um, I don't know, Sean, which one do you think would be more appropriate here? Rugged or sturdy? Uh, plus 50% quality bonus to number of hit points, or plus 2 bonus to his hardness and break DC? Uh, the hardness and break. Oh, really? Yeah, because it would make it more difficult to damage in the first place. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Okay, so it, it would probably be then. Like, I still want it to be nice. Like, when you hear rugged, you don't you don't think, like, really, like nice. I still want it to be nice, but... Right. It, it doesn't have to be ugly because it's right. Exactly. Uh, which you're probably actually going to lean a little more heavily on the light leather side for that. Yeah. But uh, that one uh, previously mentioned cloth, while plain, would work very well for that. Okay. So that's probably what I'm going to be aiming for then. All right. So you buy some of that. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, the breadth of the outfit is going to cost... Uh, uh, it's going to cost 13 gold, 3 silver, and 4 copper. Okay. Uh, and you also go and you buy some uh, some tanned light leather, thin leather, to act as the... Uh, to act as parts of it. Uh, there are parts that you don't necessarily know how to make, so you, like, buy the boots just straight out and stuff like that. Alright. But ultimately, uh, for the most part, uh, you get everything you need to go ahead and make it. Okay, fair enough. And if somehow I uh, screw my attempt and have to rebuy the materials, I'll cover it for you. Okay. Okay, sounds good. So uh, uh, I take her money, I suppose, and and spend it spend it on buying that uh, that round of textiles for her. All right. Uh, during your time out, uh, do y'all speak with people or no? I mean, I'm not gonna like stay like silent, but at the same time, like, random people on the streets, especially if you're going somewhere. But like at the shop and stuff, right? I'd probably like strike up a general conversation with the textile merchant, or like um, if um, somebody's like looking at something and I like their selection, I'm gonna be looking at like I'm gonna be saying things like, "Oh, that's a really good choice that you have there." And striking a conversation that way, uh, but I'm not gonna be going out of my talk with. You, that's what you're asking. All right. Uh, so one of these people who's making a selection, they look to be a bit of a a slightly more wealthy, probably middle class. Okay. Um, and they 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 take a look at you, and they they, they look down at you, uh, being a bit taller, and are like, "Well, oh, I don't suppose you're from Sanguine." Um. From from Sanguine, no, no, I'm not from there. I've, I've passed by there recently, but um, I uh, interesting. Left you with anything, have they? Pardon me. Your eyes. Oh, oh, no, no, no. These uh, Sanguine. That's that's another story. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, no, it's uh, just coincidence. Hmm. Interesting, and. I saw another man with red eyes and tanned skin like yours up in Starlight not two weeks ago. Or, shit, not two weeks ago. It was two weeks, then travel. Like a month ago. No. I say, uh, oh, um, this, uh, this, this fellow, he, uh, was he from Sanguine? I couldn't rightly tell, but he had a similar quality as you. Oh. Strange look. 
interesting. He 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 didn't happen to have tattoos on his arms by any chance, did he? Hmm. I can't recall. Hmm. Well, uh, I uh, I I'll, I'll certainly keep my eyes peeled for this uh, this fellow. Uh, thank you for uh, um, sharing that uh, that bit of gossip. Oh, not not an issue. What do you think of this? And he holds up a rather uh, like tight breasted uh, vest. Um, I okay. I will appraise. <laughs> Twenty six. <laughs> it's good. Uh, he looks like uh, like this guy is by no means overweight, but it looks like it might be a little small for him. Okay. Um. So I'm going to uh, uh I w with my twenty six brace, I'm going to speak at length about the, the the qualities of the um, uh, the various leathers. But I'm also going to say that uh, I'm going to redirect him to another, um, uh, another shirt or another of whatever he's looking at. Not mentioning the fact that it might be a little bit looser for his body type. Um. <laughs> but like just talking up the uh, the qualities of that. Um. Uh, item and 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 just talking about how it would look good on him, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Again, avoiding the uh, the touchy subject. I don't want him to mistake in my uh, my recommendations for me calling him fat. All right, uh, go ahead and make a diplomacy. Certainly. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, does this count towards um, as? Let me see. No, it is not gather okay. information. Um. So I don't get my negative three for that for my trait. Uh, Fourteen. You're able to convince him, and you even find a very similar one that's just slightly larger. It wouldn't even be like a whole size larger, it's just a little looser around the ribs, yep. honestly. Yep. So yeah, I, uh, I, uh, I recommend him that. Alright. So, you gather everything you need, and uh, what are you and Adira doing after that? Well, I need to do a bit of shopping to buy those supplies that are on my list that I told you she didn't actually own until she got paid. All right. Okay, I would accompany Adira um, with her uh, her shopping before leaving the uh, the store. I look to the patron and the fellow that I was helping him that 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 I was helping, and I uh, I say uh, uh, son's blessing to you, and I kind of like raise my hands up to the sun. Um, and uh, you lower your hands to the sun? No, no, I raise my hands to the sun. I'm fully aware it's not there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I leave. <laughs> Jolly cooperation. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I accompany Dira for the rest of her um, uh, little uh, uh, shopping, and then I just go straight back to the inn and I get to and, uh, um, on the thing. All right. Uh, who wants to go next? Well, <clears throat> uh, Leaf and Riley still have to go to the church at some point. All right. So let's go with Leaf and Riley. Okay. You're uh, you're done uh, sexually molesting uh, were rats. I take it. Well, never say never. We're never say done. Whatever works. He's For insatiable. <laughs> not again, Riley. <laughs> no, not again. 
Uh, so, Leaf, whenever you're ready. Of course, uh, just trying to clean up over here. And uh, he kind of like sets his empty plate on the counter and uh, is to the church then. Yeah. Are you are you taking him to church? Yeah. Okay. So you head down the street. It's it's really not too far away. It's probably like a grand total of like a thousand five hundred feet away. So it's really not that far. Uh. You take him down to the church, and in. And you would see uh, Father Arthur uh, giving a. Uh, a small sermonic prayer to the few people that are sat around. It's not, it's not a day of service, so to speak. So it's just a small thing. Well, uh, we can politely wait until things wrap up for a good time to uh, talk to people. Okay, it doesn't take very long at all, and uh, uh, he'll finish his prayers, and so will the other folk. Uh, taking notice of you, he'll raise a hand and motion for you to come forward. Well, there you go. Shall we? By all means, lead the way. Okay, and uh, I approach and I say, uh, Arthur, how goes it? I trust you've been having a good morning? It's been fair, yes, Leaf. Thank you for your donation yesterday. Of course, uh, anything that I can do. Uh, but if you'd happen to be in a particularly giving mood, I have a friend here who's looking for someone, and I thought that you might be able to help. Certainly, anything I can do. I just turn to my uh, side and I say, well... Arthur, is it? Uh, yes. It is. Uh, it is a pleasure to make your acquaintance. My name is Riley Morheim. My name is Arthur, and I have a last name, I swear. Uh, I'll give you a second. Go on. <laughs> Waiting. My, my, my name is uh, Father Asha. Ah Damn it. You got this. <laughs> Were you drinking last night, too? <laughs> no, I don't drink. Uh, <laughs> I'm just getting old. And I'm Father Arthur Asher. Well, as I said, it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. I had the good luck to run into Leaf here and thought I would impose on his goodwill to bring me to you and ask you a few questions about someone I'm seeking. Well, I'll help in any way I can. I. There are many people that pass through these parts. Well, we'll see if you have uh, recognize her in any degree. I will, or Riley will at this point, describe Victoria the way he last saw her a couple of years ago thin, long, dark hair, um, brownish eyes, all the notable features. <laughs> I let my damn roll 20 load. Was the roll 20 drinking last night as well? It was. It was. Mm, the description sounds familiar. I remember a, a young acolyte of Calistria uh, and her uh, her compatriots, yes. Uh, she seems to fit that description. Uh, what was her name? Victoria? Yes, Victoria. 
Yes, I think that's right. That sounds about right. Uh, the Callistrians, they, they don't hold a permanent church here in Stormbluff, uh, but they do come to do services for extended periods of time. Uh, I do believe they've already headed back up to Starlight uh, for the end of year festivities. Interesting. That's more or less what I've heard so far, so at least that confirms it. Tell me, you didn't have any interactions with Victoria, did you? Um, some short ones, I, I believe, yes. Uh, nothing too in-depth. Uh, we and the Callistrians are not the most, shall we say, we don't see things eye to eye exactly, but we're not hostile to each other by any means. Mm-hmm. Tell me, how did she seem? She seemed quite well. Uh, uh, it's hard to... It was some time ago. Let's see here. I can't think of anything that would have seemed wrong. She seemed rather well. Uh, she was merely an acolyte, not a, a priestess or anything. Yes. Um, you would notice if she wasn't doing well. She was very sick in her youth. Oh, she seemed the picture of health. Uh, I... Uh, she was a little pale, but, uh, I mean, that's not too, too strange around here, but, uh, her accent was foreign, so I imagine she wasn't from here. Yes, as well as I am not from here. Her accent wasn't too far from yours. Yes. Curious. Tell me, um, father... I'm not particularly a religious man. My knowledge of various churches is uh, far from complete. What can you tell me about the Callistrians? Oh, well, um... Or perhaps you have a link to a Wikipedia page I could browse. I will, uh, I will exposit some upon you. They are... A mixed bunch, let me tell you. And various churches go to various degrees. But the true believers of Callistria, they are divine vessels of vengeance, uh, so to speak. And they can at times be rather unpredictable for that very right. But uh, ultimately, they are not... They are not the sort to harm out of turn, either. So, they can, they can fall amok very, very wildly, but... Uh, the... The pleasures and sensations of the body are something that they take very seriously. As well as atonement and punishment. They, they take those very seriously. Uh, but it's far more intricate than that. Uh, it's hard to describe someone not familiar. Uh, and I will give you this book on the Callistrians. It's called... It's by the bard uh, Wikipedia. Uh... Here's some, here's some info on it. 
Boom. Ah, the great bard Wikipedia. I've heard he has written many great things. <laughs> not all of which can be trusted. He is he is not always a reliable source. It's a good starting point, though. This is true. Uh, I will um, take the book and thank him for the information. Um, one last question. What you know of the Calistrians, yes. are they of the sorts to, uh, in plain terms, abduct people? Outside of the view on revenge, if it was their view of a punishment, yes, I, I would think they would, but not generally, but as I said, they can be unpredictable. Well, if they are a church that believes in vengeance, perhaps someday I'll have to bring my own to them. But we'll see. Thank you for your time, Arthur. Not a problem. You have a good day, son. What was your name? Riley. Riley Morheim. It's good to meet you, Riley. Uh, Leaf, uh, if, if I may, you said you wanted to help the church. Of course. I may have something you can help us with uh, in the coming times. Uh, your donation was very gracious, and I thank you, but it seems that wood is in short supply around here, and its price has gone up to a rather unfeasible amount. Uh, I was wondering if you wouldn't mind making a, sh a trip for us to help procure some more from somewhere less expensive. How long is this trip? Uh... A couple of weeks, maybe a few, depending on the weather. I just kind of glance over to Riley with a pleading look in his eyes. I might uh, hope for some company along the way, but of course. Where exactly is this uh, trip set out to go for? Uh, well, you see, Starlight is surrounded by forest, uh, and they clear out more and more every year. Most of the wood in the area comes from there. Uh, there's a large logging operation in the area. Uh, you can get wood for a tenth the price uh, there than you could here. You can't cut down the trees in the area here. They're so sodden with water, they'd never be good for building. So you're asking us to venture to Starlight? Or if you could perhaps on your way find a good shipment of wood at a reasonable price, yes. We'd be willing to supply you with the gold needed. Well, that was my next question. And, sir, you drive a hard bargain, but looking at Leaf, I believe that I would be more than inclined to help out my friend here. Throw an arm around Leaf's shoulder. Oh, that would be wonderful. Leaf, uh, yourself? Uh, I believe it was Calistria herself who said it's less about the destination and more the journey. Uh, so, of course... Are you sure it's Calistria that said that? He doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Uh, please, give give me just a moment. Uh, I'll... Uh, you see, it's only me and Thawne here at the moment. One of our... One of our older members has, has passed away in recent weeks, so we've been rather stressed. Uh, give me a few minutes and I'll put together the funds for you. And uh, a writ of order, uh, a shopping list, so to speak. Uh, and so he'll depart to the back room. 
Great. Uh, when he departs, uh, Leaf. The funniest coincidence. I was just having a conversation with Lark last evening about potentially traveling to Starlights. He and Adira had interest in doing so. A happy coincidence, to be sure. Uh, I imagine they'll be glad to hear the news. Indeed. What say we uh, sign them up for the trip? Let's. And uh, I, I suppose we'll return to collect the funding once we've got everyone on board. Sounds about right. So, like, as y'all turn to leave, he's like, he comes out of the back. He's like, where are you going? We have uh, other companions who might be interested in doing this. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. But here, take this, take this. Uh, and he'll come forward with a box. Uh, it's about... Uh, it's it, it's about six inches wide and three deep, and it's filled with gold, uh, and it has a folded-up piece of parchment in it. Awesome. I will uh, trust that to leave. Uh, I will... I will trust that to box. All right, you take the box. He, he tells you, and uh, the next, the next um, caravans leave out in I think uh, two or three days. You might check with, uh, with the travel masters at the gates of the city, um, and because uh, it's much safer to travel with them than it is to travel alone. We will have to make proper arrangements then, but let's get let's get our allies on board first and take it from there, shall we? Leave. Let's proceed. All right. So while you are returning, uh, what are what is Brock and uh... Foresight? Yeah, Brock and Foresight doing. Uh, Brock didn't really have any particular aims, as he usually doesn't. So he probably would have finished up breakfast, maybe had an extra drink, uh, and then just kind of started wandering around town just to see things he hasn't seen yet. All right. Uh, you can skip me because it was basically going to be going to the church and finding a job. Okay. Um, so you go to the church and you run into... Uh, Riley and Leaf. They are there. Foresight, friends! What a coincidence. Oh, fuck, that's right. I had to replace that uh, alchemist fire. You purchased an alchemist fire. Because it's important to have area. That is 20 gold. Please me at 21 gold. Goddamn, you spent 20 gold to get 25. And to meet new people. And to meet new people. And to complete an adventure. Friends are mm -hmm. more important than money. I wouldn't go that far, but hey, man. <laughs> um, so... Uh... You, you heading to the church, you run into them. Uh, mm -hmm. I guess exiting the church. I mean, considering his uh, 
social shyness, I would assume that he probably either turn when he sees them and start walking like, oh, I was totally always going this other direction. Well, uh, if Riley notices Foresight, he definitely calls out to him from across the crowd, if there is a crowd. Oh, man. It's really sucks I didn't hear that. And then <laughs> Riley storms through the crowd to catch up to He Riley. opens the front fucking door of the church and he, he Bart Simpsons it and just like fucking 180s out. <laughs> and there's really not much of a crowd. It, it's kind of empty-ish. Man, this looks like a really convenient alleyway to just kind of like stand in for a while. Boy, I'll hunt you down. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a hard hunt. <laughs> Make a stealth check. Make a perception check. Oh man, I'm about to stealth check for one fucking reason. Uh, let's see, I can do this. <laughs> you might do fine. God damn. No. Oh. <laughs> well. Yeah. Wow. Huh. That's why I'm all about it. I just spit all over my screen. Wow. Good job. Proud of you. That's following the <laughs> philosophy of if I can't see him, he can't see me. So you're just you're looking down an alleyway. No, he's like he walks down this alleyway, but it's like an immediate dead end. You're so he's just kinda like staring at the wall. It's not even an alleyway, it's a recess in the front of the tree. Exactly. <laughs> you're stealthing so bad, Riley thinks you were trying to get his attention. <laughs> <laughs> you walk outside and he's just like looking in a window. Foresight, I am glad to catch up with you. Huh? Ah. Uh. Yes. Me, Riley, you remember? Yes? He nods his head. Great. Are you interested in traveling to Starlight? I, I, I keep doing these physical things, can't fucking see them. I do the same thing, don't worry about it. <laughs> he, he squints his eyes, and like, like, just like waiting for you to continue to speak. Like, where is this going? Well, at Foresight, we were hired by the church to obtain some lumber from Starlight, and we're putting together a sort of traveling caravan, and conveniently we have about six people for a decently sized uh, adventuring party to go do this. If it helps Foresight, I do have it on good authority that Adira was also interested in traveling to Starlight, so you won't have to be separated from her if you don't want to. Where is Starlight? That's uh, a good question. East. Due east. I think it's due east. How how far east? Does the distance matter that much? Foresight? Think of the adventure, the journey, the things we'll see and the people we'll meet. We should buy a map. We should buy a map. <laughs> That implies that he's going. <laughs> he said we. It's official. Yep. Great. Put a hand on Foresight's shoulder and say welcome aboard. He he twitches like, you know those cats that were like raised outside and they picked up by a family and they're like, like I'm really trying to be nice, but like, I'm a little skittish. Okay. Uh, that is Foresight. That's, that's fair. Noticing that. Pulling the hands back, saying, um, not much of a touchy person, are you? He raises his scarf to cover his mouth and nose. And he goes... <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me get the spray bottle. 
Oh, then it's too bad I don't actually have my, my real mic because I could have, like, actually his. <laughs> but I'm afraid to with this headset. Well, um, I will go back and inform Leaf that we have you confirmed the adventure. You're free to come if you want. Otherwise, we'll see you back at the tavern later. I'm sure he wants to come. Don't we all? I'd rather go. Oh, wait, I said that out loud. God. <laughs> I need to go. You stay away from my tree. <laughs> you're, you're not allowed in public parks. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so, Brock, yes. you're out wandering around. Do you want to do anything in particular? No, like I said, he doesn't really have an aim. He's just... He would just go to a part of town he's never been to before and just start walking. You know, see what sticks out, see what doesn't. Like a shank. Let's see how many ruffians attack you. No. Okay. Uh, no. Uh, you'll travel around the city getting better acquainted with uh, the streets and twists and alleys and turns that it has. It's a very confusing place uh, when you when you uh, try to think about it, but uh, following it just in a wandering fashion, you see that, like, though there are bits that do stick out, a lot of the structure of the city is really built in a particular way uh, to just make water flow downward without causing difficulty on the streets. Built to resist flood. Basically. And eventually you would return, I assume, to the uh, to the Blackfish. Yeah, probably. I mean, he'd probably spend about three or four hours just walking around and then he'd probably come back around lunchtime. Alright. When you return, there would be... Uh, Car Carlo would wave to you. Be like, hey, you. Uh, Brock, right? Uh, yes. A uh, courier came in with a letter for you. A letter? Uh, did, did they say who it was from? Uh, no. I mean, it's not my letter. Okay. I just told him you were staying here. Well, I would assume she has it, so I would walk over to her. Uh, she'd take, she pulls it out from under the counter. It is still sealed. Uh, is it sealed with anything in particular that would mark it as anything? Or um, it, just... it, it is a seal of a butterfly. Okay. I would open it. Uh, it is addressed to you. Um, it's, and it is from Shaylin and Maximilian. Uh, They're asking if you're going to be in Starlight for the New Year's festivities. Uh, they want to see you again, because uh, it's been a while, and they're going to be there for the festivities as uh, that town they've been in is doing okay. It's not too bad. Um, and they have some important news they want to share it with you, but uh, they don't, they explain that they've sent multiple of these out to different areas uh, to hopefully find you. And it would be too lengthy uh, to feasibly put in so many letters. Uh, also mildly sensitive. So uh, they just, they, they want you to know that they're doing all right. 
and that they will be in Starlight for the festivities if you want to make your way there. Well then, I guess I have also now been given a road to Starlight. Although I find it interesting that they started with, will you be here? As if I could answer. Yeah. I... <laughs> just write yes and just go. I'm going to mail this back. <laughs> Stop poking holes in my writing. Damn it. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Well, I would, I would read it and then put it in my yeah, bag. It, it has like little, little bits of like information, like, you know, this has happened, that's happened. Nothing horribly incredible. Uh, well, they, basically the equivalent of letter small top. I mean, if they mentioned that the town was doing better, then I would, I would be happy at that. I would, I would thank Harlan for holding the letter for me. Not a problem. Honestly, surprised. They came in. The the guy looked like worn out. He was like, came in. He was like, is there a rock here? And then he looked genuinely surprised when I said yes. Well, uh, it seems they sent out quite a few of these. There's no telling how many places he delivered to. I, I imagine they must have paid him a lot if uh, if they just handed him a stack of letters. And they probably paid more than just him. That's yeah, true. But it seems they really wanted to get my attention, so it must be important. And I will sit down at the bar. Alright. So, everybody, uh, does anybody else have any business in town that they would like to uh, go ahead and do? No, I'm good. Oh, I need to buy a vial of ink now that I have money. Okay. Uh, easily doable. I, uh, I'm also buying a flint and tinder. Okay. Uh, same. Nobody going out and buying ultra niche items? Uh, well, this wouldn't count as ultra niche because it's tied to the world, but I don't think my character has bought a shade stone. Do, or do we have a shade stone? I forget. Uh, you would hey, how much do they cost? Yes. Um, the cheapest ones cost three silver, uh, and you can go up from. Okay. Uh, what kind of quality would five gold get me? Five gold would get you one that would probably stay on time for about okay. two months. Spending five gold on a shade stone. All right. So you go. There's one time store in town. It's run by a gnomish man. Uh, named Kim Poplar Knock. Or that's his last name anyway. Okay. And he will gladly sell you a five gold shade stone. Okay. They're not his most popular item, so he's like, oh yeah, I'll sell you one of those. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, and I would uh, be uh, uh, very grateful for his, uh, his service. And uh, I look at it, it's basically just a slightly bigger shade stone that stays for keeps the time for about two months, you said? Yeah, it's a little smaller okay. than your fist. That works. Uh, and I would give him the five gold for it. All right. And he'll, he'll trade it over. Perfect. All right. <clears throat> All right, cool beans. So now y'all have a way to keep time. All right. So 
You all, after finishing your business, return to the Blackfish. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there any particular business with each other you would like to do? Well, not with each other, but one of the things that I would like to do is get started on um, Adira's uh, outfit. All right. Uh, go ahead and make your craft check. Okay, I will do that. Craft tailoring. 20. I calculated the DC. It should be about 14 with the new tailoring, the new crafting rules. Yeah, it, it wouldn't be real high. Yeah. Uh, and it would take me about two days to do. I think. Because uh, fine crafting also doubles the time. Correct. And then the uh, the time multiplier is one, I believe, based off the example. Yeah, so it's a simple item. Time unit modifier would be one day. Yes. It will be two days, and you'll be able to finish that. That's right. And that was a successful check, so. Yep. <clears throat> hey, Excuse on the way back from shopping... Can mm -hmm. I check one of the bulletin boards we passed by to see when a caravan's leaving out? Uh, ye make a perception. That's probably going to be a no then, because... Yeah, because my perception is shit. <laughs> uh, is yeah. that something I might have seen during my exploration of town? Yeah, you can, you can go ahead and make a uh, perception. God damn. I mean, I get plus six. So, I mean, that was a solid roll. Yeah. I'll finally break in the. If you have bonuses, you roll terribly. Yeah, so you, uh. You, you notice it. It wasn't even something you were looking for, but that, that was among the things you noticed. Was that, uh, caravans were leaving out in three days. Okay. Which technically will be two days after this. So. Okay. All right. Uh, so, any more conversations? Well, uh, once at the tap, once everyone is at the tavern, I need to do rounds and get everyone on board for this trip to Starlight. Or it could be over dinner if we're all eating together. That's also really easy. Yeah. Uh, I think. Uh, Lark is up in his room, but other than that... I mean, I imagine he might come down for food when it's time for food. Oh yeah, we'll definitely eat. He's not gonna starve himself just because he's sewing. Yeah. I like sewing, but I don't like sewing that much. Fair enough. So yeah, every everybody down for dinner. And this time you've got a uh, nice seared blackfish with vegetables. Oh, Brock would be super excited about that. Well then, at some point during dinner, Riley will stand with a glass of ale in his hand and clink a fork against it to get everyone's attention. Did, did you did you have a speech prepared? Not like written down, <laughs> no. A anyways, Ding. friends, I just want to say that I am, yes, I'm honored to have spent these last couple of days, this last one day with you all. <laughs> <laughs> this lasts not quite 24 hours and I think that our brief brief venture into the sewers to brutally destroy a horde of rats brought us closer 
uh, as strangers, as friends. And I think the future that lays ahead of us is something that we can travel together. For you see, the future, the road ahead of us leads to Starlights. And Leaf and I have signed on to do an errand for the church that leads us there. And we would like you all to accompany us. No, I'd, I'd, I'd be happy to, to go into uh, to uh, Starlight. Yeah, you, you said there's a job that's bringing us there? Yes, we're fetching wood. Oh, well, I would, uh, I'd be more than happy to contribute to that. Perfect. I was planning on going to Starlight anyway. Also great. Which I only now realize is a town and not outer space. <laughs> it's a difficult distinction, <laughs> understandable. <laughs> well, it seems uh, that I too need to head that direction. Uh, I may not be headed back, but heading that way, oh. I certainly may do. To be quite honest, I may also not be heading back. But it seems that destiny and coincidences have come together to bring us all down this road. Foresight and Leaf are already spoken for. They've agreed to come along, obviously, with Leaf. But I spoke to Foresight earlier this day. So that settles it, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Yes, and especially in, uh, in Starlight, I want to see... I, I heard rumors that there was a fellow with eyes similar to mine. Now, he could just be a vampire, which I am not. Um, but, uh, I, uh, I'd like to investigate it no, uh, nonetheless. Well, I do believe we can certainly keep our eyes open for that. Yes, if you, uh, if you see anybody that matches that description, then I would, uh, uh, I'd be much obliged if you could let me know. Of course. And since we're being open, I must admit, friends, that I am searching for someone dear to me over in Starlight. She seems to have been taken with the Callistrians. And we'll be there for the New Year's. Oh, that's very unfortunate. Are we due to pass through the ring, Sin? Um. Huh. I guess I would know about the Colistrians with a 17. Uh, okay. yeah. That's not inherently a bad thing, as Larkus pointed out. Um, perhaps he only knows the the darker side of the religion. But, yeah, uh, uh, I would I would look at him and I would say, well, some some would find pleasure in being taken by the Colistrians. Some do find pleasure in being oh, taken yeah. by the Colistrians. You mentioned the New Year. Are we to pass through the ring soon? Uh, Sean, when is the uh, New Year, roughly? How far away? Uh, give me un momento and I will let you know. We were, when the campaign started, we were about a month and a half away. Yeah, it was... It, it It's like a month and a half or something. Some such fun stuff. I believe it's like a month and a half away, give or take. Perhaps almost two months. And... It is currently... According to my previous notes, uh, Starlight is three weeks travel. It'll be interesting to see how things are celebrated on this side of the world. I agree. I do look forward to that part, but I stress that I must find Victoria before then. Out of curiosity, who is native to the dark side of the world here? Technically me. Not counting Underdark. 
<laughs> Shrug. <laughs> Did you... I mean, technically speaking, uh, Foresight okay. is... It's, yeah, that's what I'm saying, like, Shrug, like, as far as he's aware. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll finish up what's happening at the table, head off to bed, and uh, call it for this week, and reconvene in two. Uh, okay, so, so Riley, you had your little speech. Yes, the quote-unquote speech. Uh, this uh, what 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 would it be? The speech. So, does anybody have any particular response? Well, to that? she had asked how about the new year and whether or not. Yeah, we'd we'd all said pretty much. Yeah, we're all headed to Starlight anyway, but. Yeah. Well, I suppose we're just all having dinner and chit-chatting then. Alright. So, no one wants to do anything uh, else? Well, I would, I would actually pose the question, since uh, it is, I believe, Riley that is introducing this whole thing. I would ask him, when are y'all set to leave? Are we leaving as, an, as a group? Or are we going to try and meet with another caravan and follow them out? Do y'all have, like, a time? Well, Brock, it's in my expert opinion, having read many a journals of a great adventurer, that one should never split the party. So I do believe we should travel together. Well, no, I don't, I don't mean splitting us. I mean, should we, as six, travel, or should we wait for another larger group to travel and join them? It is wiser to travel with the caravans around here. I've only been here three days and I've heard stories of people traveling the roads alone. Because I, I know of a caravan that's supposed to be leaving that direction in about two days. So if it is urgent we could leave now or we could wait and leave with a larger group. Well, it's my preference to leave as soon as possible, but I am interested in hearing what everyone else thinks, of course. Um, well, I, I have work that I'm doing here for the next day now, since I've already just spent a day doing it. Um, but if you, if everybody's really adamant about leaving tomorrow, I suppose I could just stow it away and then continue some other time. It wouldn't be tomorrow, it would be the okay. next day. So yeah, that, that would be perfect for me. Well, I do believe it would be better for us to wait for the caravan. Well, I have no particular preference, I was just asking. Well, I did travel here alone, but if you feel more comfortable traveling with a larger group, I can certainly see the sense in that, and I don't mind waiting. Besides, if we travel with the caravan, there's always the chance that we can pick up some extra money on the way. That's not a terrible idea, and I'm not adverse to it. I do like a larger company while traveling. It makes things interesting. Well then, so, is it set that we are waiting the two days, then? I think that's a good idea. Okay. Very well. And so, dinner concludes, and everyone heads off to bed to either be creepy or something, or sleep. You know, that's an option. We can do both. <laughs> yes, you can be creepy and sleep. No, <laughs> not again. Not again. No, Riley. Shh, <laughs> only dreams. 
I, uh, I huddle my blanket a little bit closer. <laughs> the, the horror. <laughs> Alright. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, is the end of the session. Chop out all the little bits of noise and me saying, uh, 20 million times. I'll leave in a few. Can you double the amount of us I say? Actually, yeah. Cut out all of your us, but add them to me. <laughs> no, because it'll still sound like me. Oh, by the way, I realized that um, I say um sometimes, but I usually say ale because of all of the French friends that I have. They got me on that habit. Of saying what, sorry? Ale. It's literally just how French people say um. Yeah. Ale? Bonjour. I don't know how to spell it. Like um, but with a frog in your throat. <laughs> <laughs>